Hey, Josh. How's it going, Jordan? Oh, not too shabby. How are you? Doing, doing good. Just watched some baseball history. We're now recording, recording the pod. Doing pretty good. What was the history? Was it Wayno? And it was uh, Yadier Emily and Adam Wainwright breaking the the battery record with their 325th start together as battery. Insane. You think maybe Cardinals fans are a little bit too spoiled right now with how much yeah. history they're having? Mm, no, I think we need more. I feel like you guys are being a little selfish, and maybe Albert should have waited until next year to pass a rod and hit 700 and stuff. He should have hidden 700 tonight. Well, how to many see, is he, he hasn't hit another this. one, has he? No, he's he's it's Corbin Burns pitching today, so no. Um, he's been in the lineup, but uh, Arenado and Newt Bar took him deep. So if maybe if yeah, maybe if Albert can you know talk to those guys to learn to learn a thing or two, uh, he'll he'll catch up no time. But no, if 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 Albert had hit 700 tonight, oh my god. Oh, oh my still god! Six ninety-seven. Yeah, hear me out. How electric would it be if he didn't homer for the rest of the year, and then in the season finale, he hit three homers. He hit three against the against the Pirates, yeah. October second. Yeah, he should do that. That's what I'd, that's wear, what... I'd wear a bandaid under my eye uh, in solidarity with St. Louis for the rest of the week. Um, you think? All right, let me ask you this: Who, who will Albert hit seven hundred first, or will Judge hit sixty-two first? I think. What's Judge at? 58, 57? 57. 57. As the time of recording this, at least as far as I know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with numbers game. The Cardinals have a lot of games against the Reds come, and Pirates coming up soon. Both those teams have been eliminated from the playoffs, and I think that they are both teams of honor, and they're just going to lob a couple to them. Oh, you would have – did you did you like it when they uh, gave one to Jeter on his last game? They grooved one to him for the walk-off. He's like the kind of guy who would bring that up pretty frequently. The non-consequential game. Who cares? Neither is okay. Yeah, I mean, let him have his moment. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's also, it's also like the MLB is also super juicing these balls because they have said like uh, when Albert gets to six ninety-nine and when Judge gets to sixty-one, I think, um, or sixty. They're gonna have specially marked balls for their at bats. I'm like, okay, so they're just mega juiced, is what you're saying. <laughs> if I, I I do not speak, if I speak, I get in big trouble. Big, big but trouble. They, no, they 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 came out and said that. <laughs> um, Jordan, I see the bucket of balls and juice next right right behind your shoulder there. I got a it's just apple juice though. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, well, no. How do you think it would work when you're juicing baseballs? Do you think more of are you injecting it with juice or are you juicing them down and like i think you give a ball is it hgh so you're injecting something into the into the straight base. up like like in rocky four the drago like that's what they're doing to them i because interesting because i i wouldn't call i wouldn't say if i oh i guess if you're doing steroids you're, you're juicing yeah, i was thinking i was saying. thinking well, i was just trying to play devil's advocate of the idea of putting a baseball in like an orange juicer <laughs> baseball juice the new big league juice spinoff breakfast drink Tastes like mud and dirt and sunflower seeds and tobacco. Anyway, okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the 46th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. Josh, the only thing I have here is Joe Biden. <laughs> Same vein, Paul Goldschmidt. Eh. I mean, we know they were both in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. 
for albeit sharply different reasons but um welcome in everyone it's a wednesday night we're recording um it's gonna come out josh thursday night football chiefs chargers it's true we're gonna be talking about that we got some bets we're gonna be looking at all the week two lines but I think before we get into that, we should look back at week one. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's been a while now, so we don't need to spend a ton of time on it. But I thought maybe we'd just kind of, you know, wheel and deal our way through the games here and kind of, you know, if there's not much to talk about, we can just kind of skip over it. But first, Josh, I think I think the lead topic tonight, the 1A, you need to speak for your Rams. You need to defend yourself. I, I, I said last week, there's a lot of question marks about this team. You, guys you know, got smoked. Allen Robinson fucked me. I won my fantasy matchup, uh, and I, I lost in our league to David. But I won in the other league, which is my – whenever I win in a league, that's my main league. And if I lose, well, I don't care too much about that. Of course, league. yeah. Um, so in my quote-unquote main league, uh, I beat Reed by less than a point. It was like uh, third down or whatever near the end by the Broncos' defense. They got a sack, and that's what won it for me. But Allen Robinson shit the bed, and the whole Rams, the Rams as a whole, shit the bed. So Not what the Cup. hell? What the hell? That's I mean, I mean, the Bills are the best team in the NFL, debatably. So I mean, like that's not we'll see. a shot. What? We'll see about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you prepared? Did you prepare a top five for your power rankings? I can. Yeah, we'll do. We'll get to that eventually. So I'll be thinking at least in your head. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I'm not going to put too much weight into a loss in September off a, off the Super Bowl high against a very, very quality opponent like the like the Bills. And like I said last week, there's a lot of question marks about this team. Cam, Cam, is Cam Akers just actually bad and he had a good rookie season? Who knows? Is Allen Robinson finally going to prove himself now that he has an actual quarterback? Apparently not. Can Matt Stafford throw to a non-white player? Who's to say? It's It's just... I'm going to say it. Two things. One, I don't care that you broke your elbow. Thank and you. two, Matt Stafford. He just He's fraudulent. He had one hot run. <laughs> back, he's back to being mid Stafford. That's his name now. Mid Stafford. I thought you were going to say this is a, that was payback for letting that photographer fall off the stage. Same thing. But also, she was racist and homophobic. So Stafford, that's, that, that's my quarterback. Stafford's probably MAGA too. Oh, I think Kelly is his wife. So, I mean, Maga Stafford. Yeah. All right. Anyway, workshop that one some more. You want to we'll keep figure going? it out? Um, <laughs> man, that's got to suck for all the both of the Rams fans that were at the game in L.A. to watch the yeah. banner go up. Uh, well, one I of mean, them wasn't looking. I can't. I mean, they smoked him, dude. It wasn't even close. Um, I'm just looking on the ESPN app here. I'm not jumping to this game. It's listed as next up Chiefs wiped the Cardinals, kicked their teeth in, 44-21, to 21, never was close. Mahomes, five tutties, realistically probably four, maybe three, because a couple of them were sort of the you know, goal line kind of shovel forward to things. I don't know, man. I, it, it was everything I wanted to see. The offense was working. By, the defense didn't play outstanding, but it played pretty well. Um, Kyler sucks, dare I say it. Kyler Mitty. I'm going to keep trying to work mid and fraud into names all episode. I think that's going to be my new bit. For every, for every single team. Here's my question. Early question. Bills Chiefs. Who's the better team in the NFL right now? The Bills. Okay. 
Um, Saints Falcons. I don't, I mean, the Saints kind of came back and won that one. I don't really remember too much from that game. Yeah, I, I don't think you should throw a rivalry game like that on just the week one normal Sunday kickoff. That should be a that should be a prime. Both those games should be primetime games. Well, Saints Falcons, they they both suck. Yeah, they both suck, but it's a fun, it's it's one of the most fun rivalries in the NFL. Um let me ask you this 49ers Bears. The Swamp Bowl? Yeah, that game was awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to put too much weight in it, though, because of the conditions that it was played in. I don't think we know anything about either team still. Yeah. Matt Eberflus gets the dub in his first Matt, Matt Eberfluke so far. Yeah. Um, Steelers Bengals, wacky, wavy, inflatable, flailing arm, flailing game in a lot of ways, but. So- Somehow not the dumbest game of the week, though. No, shockingly. But I think the biggest takeaway, regardless just of all the craziness, TJ Watt, torn peck. That's true. Out for, I don't think the year, but for a while. I feel like he has like a perpetually torn peck, though. So he'll probably get back. I mean, he's always, like, I feel like the Watts in general, if they're not injured, they're always acting as if they're coming back from an injury. Yeah, They're like, the redemption tour starts now, and the redemption was just being on a shitty team. I mean, I don't know. Bengals, I'm, I don't, I'm not riding off the Bengals by any means yet. Bur- Burrow had a little bit of a Super Bowl high that he needs to work off, though, too. Burrow was playing in the real-life version of when you play Madden or NCAA or whatever, and you're fuck, like you're just get way too trigger-happy and you throw too many picks. Like He was basically he was a, he was on, he was on like a sugar high, like a kid on Christmas morning. He was running around, throwing darts across the field. It was his first home game since – at all in the, I don't think they had a home game in the playoffs. Nope. So like their whole resurgence, he hasn't, they haven't played at home once. So, I mean, I, I guess I should have predicted that. I think I had them to win. Unfortunately, by the way, we'll get into this a little bit more week two, but my uh, three team safe parlay, it was like plus 200 odds uh, hit. So. Oh, I, you, you, you saw, I had a just, just disaster tragedy of a week one. I had a very good three separate one. five leg parlays all missed by one. I had a very good week one. How does um, Devonta Smith not even get a target? Yeah, that's insane. I, uh, against that secondary, that means, mm. um, yeah, I mean, that's the next game on the list here. Eagles beat the lions 38, 35. I did tell everybody I loved the Eagles minus five and a half, but I had the Eagles money line in my parlay. Um, they won. So you lied to the people, huh? So you lied. Well, no, but you, and, didn't, and it, you didn't love minus five and a half. Well, and also it was thirty-eight to twenty-one, and then the Lions scored. They, I mean, it was they didn't really make it close, if I they, remember right. They lost by three. Well, yeah, but they were down by fourteen in the fourth quarter, and then they scored in garbage time and caught up. And I don't think it was ever really in danger. As and it wasn't as close of a game as it looked like. You're not you're you're trying to write off what what the I, no, Lions almost pulled off. They got they, that team. Dare I say ha, has grit? I, yeah. Again, what that team almost pulled off? Like, yeah, okay, they almost came back. Well, you're acting like the, you're acting like they scored with like no, but they let the Eagles score 24 so points like in the second quarter. They suck. They don't suck. They suck, and the Eagles let them back in. Lions are going to finish second in the NFC North. No, 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 no. Um, next game, Dolphins, Pats. Uh, Dolphins looked good, I guess. Pats can't win in Miami. Pats can't win in Miami. Pats looked bad. Dolphins looked good, I think, is just kind of the general takeaway. It's not too deep. Um, 
Ravens smoked the Jets. That's another one I predicted. Um, I I said hammer the Ravens. I wouldn't be shocked if they won by 40. They obviously didn't win by 40, but they were handedly in control the entire game. Um, Jags commanders, same thing. I said to take the commanders to win. Jacksonville almost came back. Almost made it a game. Um, thoughts on either of those? I scored in like garbage time though. Probably didn't even really matter. Probably wasn't even really close. Okay. Thoughts on either of those games? Uh, nothing too big now. Uh, Lamar betting on himself so far looks pretty good. It's true. Um, Carson Wentz, four touchdowns in his debut in Washington. Um, Browns Panthers. This one was tugging at the heartstrings. Um, Baker Mayfield it seemed like they were going to lose. And then like he pulled off a miraculous drive to bring him back. And we thought they were going to win. And then sadly the Browns went down and hit a 58 yard field goal. Yeah. Um, that's a little foreshadowing to something that happened on Monday night football. Uh, Josh. I don't want to give the Browns any credit whatsoever, but credits do where credits do. They finally got to do it. Jordan. They got to have, they got to tweet out one and oh, Twitter wasn't then in 2006. The Browns had never gone one and zero since 2006. They finally got to do it. That's awesome. We we need more stats like that, similar to last year. The Bengals. Uh, no one has ever sent a text message saying that the Bengals won a playoff game. Yeah, I I, I love when people ca- uh, characterize or contextualize stats. If the Mariners make the playoffs, I feel like that's going to be a great one for for those. I mean, that would be the Colts Texans. Dumbest game of the week award. Dumbest game of the week awards. It was so stupid. I was the Texans went up 20 to three. And then the Colts stormed back and then just completely fell apart in overtime. Uh it's this right here says Coach Frank Reich wouldn't blame a missed field goal in overtime for the but they cut today Rodrigo Blankenship, our fallen soldier. He'll get picked up, I think. I, oh, yeah, Chiefs, I mean Butker, he's injured. But they, they already signed a guy, and Butker, I think, is only going to be out for like a week. You can just get rid of Butker. Um, if you ask, if I had my, if I had my druthers, <laughs> pee on the first bus to, I mean, I guess Indianapolis. Um, Any prison, probably. You could trade him to the Colts for like a seventh. I'd take it. I mean, they, probably, <laughs> they might even give up more. Um, Giants, Titans. This game was also weird. Brian Dable, by the way, did you see? The Brian Dable requested, and they put on Juicy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to talk about that. That was one of the quick hits for, you know, on 9-11 in New York City, maybe don't play the song that says, time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Just my opinion as a coach trying to win the, the, the fan base of the city. Uh, <laughs> similar thing, I think, uh, this week. I think it was this I think it was JT from the City Girls this weekend tweeted something along the lines of like I'm in New York about to go blow Brooklyn up or, or about to go pull up in Brooklyn and blow that bitch up or something like that. And it was like on like nine ten, I think or it might've even been on nine 11, although I don't know that wouldn't have been on Sunday, but um, Packers bikes. Bikes rolled. I'm not, sa- I'm not, I'm not saying anything that'll make that'll let Aaron Rodgers make me look foolish after. Cause they did this last year Yeah, and they were just fine. I'm not saying Nothing. The the especially because it's the Vikings. That offense looked great, but same old Vikings. As until proven otherwise, they will find a way to comically collapse. I agree. I mean, until hey, proven otherwise, Kevin O'Connell. You never know. 
That's what I'm saying. Until proven otherwise. Um, Raiders, Chargers. I don't really. There's not. I mean, they both. I mean, it was a game. Good. Both yeah. looked pretty good. Yeah. Just a game. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bucks, Cowboys. How about them Cowboys, yeah. Jordan? They looked pretty good. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dak for, out for what? A couple of weeks. Yeah, not long enough to where they're gonna like try to get Jimmy Cooper Rush. Have a, it's your moment, kid. This is this is the storyline from a from a Madden one of those mo- like story modes, you know. Long shot. Yeah, I played a little bit of the long shot. Did you see? Did you see that uh, from Madden career mode this year? It starts you five years out of uh, five years in. Why? What is the story mode? Because you you then sign a one year deal trying to prove yourself. No. I mean, so just let me play the game. I don't need. Well, they have a regular story mode. I have a quarterback where there's no story. No, it's just my career. And the new one? Uh, yeah, I have a quarterback on Washington who's – I don't get any of that shit. I mean, there's the – there's there's uh, face of the fran- – there's fran- it's basically there's franchise mode, and you can be either a coach, owner, or player. And, like, I think you can maybe even toggle between the three. But And then there's – I think it's – And called- that's what you're doing? Yeah, so I just yeah. Have, that's not the career mode. Face of the franchise is the career mode, right? Yeah, but I mean, I play as only myself. Like I don't like I. It's it's base. It's the same as and I like choose which attributes. To, it's it's basically they have a career mode with no storyline, and then they have a storyline that's pretty ridiculous, I guess. But wish you could be like a left tackle in career mode. I've dude, I legit was looking to see if I could uh, be a kicker. That'd be cool. Me and kicker. That used to be able to do it way back in the day. Imagine you you could be an old line. You could be every position. You could be a punter. I made a punter once. It was sort of fun. <laughs> Um, you just audible do a fake every single time. I think it'd be kind of cool to be a kicker because, like, I, I would probably just skip all the extra points, but like, it'd be cool if, like, you just went into a game, kicked like one field goal, and then the ooh, fourth quarter time for the game winner 53 yards out. Yeah. Uh, I because I think they made it's, an it's NFL like, head- it's like the similar thing in the show. You can be a specifically closing pitcher, closing pitcher is awesome because, yeah, you just it's and you can breeze through uh seasons, seasons that. yeah, because you can be in a starting pitcher, obviously, you throw seven innings every game, but. Um, I guess there's one more game here, and it's the big one: Broncos Seahawks. Broncos country, let's cry. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, what was he doing? I'd like to come to Nathaniel Hackett's defense a little bit. Okay, you're the only person in America. Well, uh, well, first, I guess let me start by saying they should have just gone for it. I'm not defending that, but if he was dead set on kicking it there, draining the clock was the right move. And letting letting it go he down. He shouldn't have been it. dead set on kicking it, though. I know. I'm. Sa- I. But everybody's like, oh, like he didn't know what he was doing, and then they ran out of. No. I mean, maybe they were debating whether or not to go for it or to kick it. But I mean, if they were gonna kick it, yeah, you want the clock drained down so then they wouldn't get a chance. Because if you called a timeout with a minute left, kicked it, they would have had I think two timeouts, like fifty seconds. There is no game plan where the best possible plan results in kicking the second longest field goal in NFL history. Can I say <laughs> unless though, you have Justin Tucker or unless you're 5,000 feet above sea level. What can I also but say? They were neither of those things. <laughs> what can I also say that? Well, one, he had the leg. The kick had the leg Two, If he hit that, we're leading this show by saying Nathaniel Hackett is a genius. No. I would not say he's a genius for kicking a 64-yard okay, field goal. <laughs> if he hits that, 
we're I'd like, say, wow. I'd say the Broncos escaped and stole that one. <laughs> no, if he hits it, I think we're like, wow, the ball's on him. Like, he trusted his kicker. Like, yeah, maybe we're not hyping him up. But, if he again, it's one of those things. I'd, I, well, I would have gone for it. You know me. I yeah. probably go for it on every fourth down regardless of, of course. Position. Do you uh, think the real winner of that game uh, was Pete Carroll because of the fumble at the one-yard line uh, by Russ? Not by Russ, but, you know, with – you think he just, do you think he was just like, knew it? <laughs> and yeah, and all the Seahawks fans there saw Russ do that, and they're like, oh, maybe he was the problem. Um, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think the real winner ultimately was the fans. And I think that's something that can be tr- said true of week two as well. Um, I'm going to stick my neck out and predict that the fans will be the big winners this weekend because we have a very interesting slate of games. Um, and it all begins with Chiefs Chargers Thursday night football live from Arrowhead at Geha Field. Um, I said that backwards with a throwback field design, yeah. nonetheless. I don't hate it. I like the end zones. I don't really love the midfield logo. Yeah, the midfield A sucks. I'm just gonna I come mean, out and say it. Yeah, but I mean they have they committed to the full throwback. Big A for Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Jack and Mahomes. Well, the A is for Arrowhead, so I guess they really should have made it a G for Giha. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm biased here, so you need to take the reins a little bit for this game because I I'm hammering Chiefs minus four and a half. I'm hammering that over. I didn't. Uh, I I hammered the over. Uh, the uh, we'll tweet this out too. Uh, the the parlay we're going with the Thursday night. And or Monday night, depending on what days we record throughout the season. <laughs> uh, same game parlay. I'm rocking with. I'm going with Austin Eckler anytime touchdown. Edwards Elair anytime touchdown. Uh, Valdez Scantling the speedster, uh, forty plus yards receiving, uh, over fifty four and a half. And then Justin Herbert over thirteen and a half rushing yards. And what were the odds on that one? Uh, like plus fifteen, plus fifteen sixty three. Mine is uh, mine's a little shorter, although I have a, a way. I, I'll toss one more thing in there to make it about the same. But uh, what I had written down, I had these both written down, but Justin Herbert will throw a pick. Mahomes will throw up. They're both going to throw a pick. Hasn't Mahomes only thrown like one pick in September ever, though? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just feeling they're both going to throw a sloppy interception because it's Thursday night and the, the, the national TV big game. Um, honestly, just parlay those two together. That's like plus, I think probably like 150 or 200. I'll probably be betting just that alone, but taking those two with Chiefs money line and the Chiefs minus one and a half first quarter. Interesting. I love I, I don't Chiefs like, I don't like, quarter, half, I don't like quarter bets. Quarter bets I, scare me. I love first quarter bets so much because it's basically a matter of, it's not really only a matter of who wins the coin toss, but it helps a lot. And then also the home team, I feel like almost always goes. I'm basically betting on the Chiefs to be two points better by chance in the first 15 minutes. But and then uh, if you want to, that's about I think plus 700. And then if you want to make it a little spicier, throw Sky Moore anytime touchdown on there. I'm really I'm hammering Sky Moore anytime touchdown. He didn't get one week one. What did Mahomes say before the season? He said we're gonna be spreading the ball around. We're gonna be pissing off fantasy owners. He said, like, everybody's going to eat. It's going to be a lot of people. Sky Moore had one catch week one for 30 yards. Pretty good. But I think they're going to – I don't know if it's, it's going to be like a little 20-yard out route and he breaks free. I don't know if they're going to look for him in the red zone. Sky Moore will be scoring a touchdown on Thursday night. Is this finally the Mecole Hardman year, though? <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't dislike Mecole. I think he is what he is. Not good? <laughs> He's okay. Mid-Cole Harmon? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he's, he's not our number one. I would say Juju is our number one. I mean, Kelsey is the number one. If you, if you're being honest, yeah, it's Kelsey. Obviously. It's Kelsey. And then I think Juju is a strong number two. And then I think it's, you know, an amalgamation of Sky Moore, MVS, and Meikle. Yeah. Um, are you, who are you taking? What are you taking in the game, though? Four and a half. Give me the Chargers. To cover or to win? Uh, to cover. Um, okay. I mean, I don't I think, I think it. it'll be, I think it'll be like a three point game. Yeah, I don't hate it. Four and a half is, it's, it's not a great it's an number. awkward number. It's an awkward number. It is. It basically guarantees an overtime win, though. Like if Chiefs win an overtime, that hits. It when it, it's when it gets up to minus six and a half is when I really start to, uh, yeah. Because um, if it goes overtime, you're screwed. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a ton more to say about Chiefs Chargers. That wouldn't just be me being a homer. I think the Chiefs just looked really great week one. The offense was firing on. It, lo- it looked like a Madden offense on rookie mode, dude. They were Mahomes was dropping back, picking his way through the defense, getting basically everything he wanted. Uh, Kelsey was open all the time. Everybody, I think, got a catch that mattered. Um, the running backs looked okay. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looked great. Uh, Pacheco scored, which is cool. I think the Chiefs are just – I mean, it's, it's weird to say back because I don't think they ever left, but I think, I think the Chiefs are back to being an, like a S-tier, like tier number one team definitively. I would have said they were before, but a lot of people would have written them off. I think – Week one kind of silenced all those people. You think people would you say you think people uh, wrote them off, but the Chiefs didn't write back? Yes, sir. Geno Smith. That was the hardest line of the season. Um, okay, week let's, two. Uh, line. Week two. Let's line power scary. through. Let's power through these. The rest of the slate here, because I, I don't think anything else really deserves uh, no. deep a deep dive. No, no. no uh, I mean, let's just go. Let's just go straight money lines here. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pats at Steelers. Um, oh, I, that game! I love the Steelers. I kind of love the Pats because it's, it's it's just one of those teams where Belichick is. Just, I think Belichick just gets batshit luck against Tomlin. So give me the Pats. I don't hate it, but I, I'm that's my number one play of the week is Steelers money line. I don't know how they're the Patriots couldn't move the ball at all. It's still Bill Belichick. Mac Jones there, has so. a broke. I broke my back. Spinal. That's Mac Jones. <laughs> you understand that reference? Off the top of my head. Mike Tyson. Well, yeah, but I can remember where it's from. Like they went up to him he... after a boxing match and said, "Mike, what happened?" He went, "I broke my back." Oh yeah. What? I broke my back. Spinal. Mac Jones uh, is broken back. Is my point, and so I'm hammering the Steelers. What's the next game? Panthers at Giants. I love Giants minus two and a half here. I love the Giants here as well. Uh, Jets Browns. Uh, probably not going to bet that game, but I think the Browns are going to win. Uh, give me the Jets. Jets are plus six. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't hate that. I like um, thirty nine and a half. I like the over there. That's a low scoring game. That feels man. like a sloppy, sloppy game. Uh, Colts Jags. I'm rocking with the Jags. I'm taking Colts the Colts. Can't, Colts can't beat them. I'm taking the Colts there. The Jags suck. I mean, yeah, we haven't. We have them. But the Colts also haven't lost this year. They're unbeatable. It's true. They're, they're, they're one of two AFC South teams that haven't lost. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, Ravens, going with the Ravens. Hammer the Ravens minus three and a half. Hammer the they over hammer. in this game as well. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Bucks, Saints, I'll rock with the Bucks. I don't know what I just said that triggered my Google Home. 
but whatever I just said about the Ravens, she started spouting off about I can't connect <laughs> to that Bluetooth at this time. Um, anyway, next. Uh, Bucks Saints, I'm rocking with the Bucks. Uh, did you know Tom Brady has never uh, – he's beaten New Orleans once in his career and it was in the playoffs. Uh, well, he's beaten New Orleans once in Tampa Bay and it was in the playoffs. But he's, he's beaten Jameis before. Oh, he's 0-4 against uh, the Saints all-time in the regular season. Interesting. Uh, as a Buck. Not, I don't know about as a Patriot. Um, Interesting. Give me the Bucks. <laughs> he's due. I'm, I'm liking the Saints there. I'm liking the Saints there. I don't hate the Bucks pick. Uh, the Washington football team commanders of Anaheim of Los Angeles versus at Detroit. I like the commanders here. I don't, the Lions. I don't love it. One pride. Yeah, I don't think the line. The thing is, for as much as we want the Lions to be good, I don't think they're that good. It's like a baked potato. It's like, yeah, it should be good, but like we're rooting for it, but it sucks. You're not a baked potato guy? No, I hate baked potatoes. I don't hate them, but I don't. You like just said you hate them. I don't. I don't hate. I them. will say the baked potato far too long to cook. Farts, yeah, it's why never. It it's not 40, worth the preparation. Take, like every time, yeah, every time, like we have like leftover potatoes. I'm like, I can make a baked potato, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that takes over an hour. Uh, no, uh, baked potato is the worst way to prepare prepare a potato. Ooh, I don't know about that. Like, what is worse? You seem like a guy who would not eat mashed potatoes. Oh, I'm gonna be slamming mashed potatoes. I get my wisdom teeth out on Friday. I'm gonna be slamming mashed potatoes. You get your wisdom teeth taken out on Friday? Yeah, that's awesome. I, when I got it my sucks. wisdom teeth, it when I got my wisdom so teeth much. taken out, I saved one of my pills because my it kind of went away quicker. I think I saved one or two of them. And there was one. I was in high school at this time. There was one day where I was home alone for a while, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pop that bean and freaking float into space." I mean, it was probably it was like a 2.5 milligram hydro or something. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> I popped in and I, I remember like an hour later, like Googling on my phone, like in incognito mood, mode, obviously. I was like, how long until <laughs> it Am I going to die? No, like, no, I was like, how long does it take to kick in? And they were like, instantly. I'm like, well, that's, that sucks. Um, I didn't, I didn't think getting my wisdom teeth taken out was all that bad. So I've just never been put under before. So that scares me. In any capacity? Any capacity. It's weird because I've been sentient my whole life, Jordan. It's weird because there will be like a midway point. At least, I guess, I don't know that your specific surgeon you're going to, but after they finish the surgery and before you're done recovering, since you're not in a hospital, you're just at a dentist's office. They like have to walk you to like the area where you sit. And that's like the most confusing 10 second fever dream of your lifetime. Because like, you're not awake. You're so drugged up and loopy. You're not with your family. It's just like the, the workers there. If you feel like you're dead. So um, I guess in that moment, it's, I feel like it's one of those things, like they say, when you take like, uh, I don't know if it's psychedelics or like ayahuasca or whatever, but they say like, don't look in a mirror because like, if you like, if you like start, start staring at yourself, like for too long, you'll get like lost and like, you'll just like have like ego death. Like, I, I don't like that. I, I, I've never heard that. I don't like that. Uh so yeah. Like, oh my God, Jordan! I drove to the de- I drove to the dentist office. It's in a mirror maze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get up on the road. It feels like you're in mirror mode from Mario Kart. Is <laughs> that you're just on the left side of the highway? <laughs> oh my! I'm not driving myself there. No, I would hope not. Um, <laughs> I I remember one time because like you had to, did you go for like a consultation or something? No, it was over the phone. I I no. I went. I I, 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 lied. Like, I lied. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went in for a consultation and then uh. 
when I was there, somebody had just gotten some surgery done and they were trying to leave and drive themselves. They were like, ma'am, you cannot leave. She's like, well, I don't have anyone to give me a ride. And they were like, you can't drive. You're on a bunch of fucking shots and pills and oh they have, they have a whole thing saying like because i got a call today to remind me about the appointment they're like you have to show up with someone and they have to stay for the duration of the procedure <laughs> yeah i was there the whole time with my mom my mommy helped yeah my, my girlfriend even gets to take one of the teeth out it's crazy <laughs> they sh- you should ask to keep them are you allowed to probably i don't know why you wouldn't i don't know because like my Dear listener, I've been delaying this for five, five, six years. I, was gonna, I, I, was, I wasn't going to say it, but I was like, I feel it's a little late in the game to get wisdom teeth taken out if there's not some sort of emergency. Well, I was in Kansas and some of us have to work for a living, Jordan. So I couldn't come home for the summers to do vanity projects like getting my wisdom teeth taken out. Right. Elective surgeries. Exactly. So they just kind of hurt for like a year. Yeah. And then they stopped hurting because they carved their way through. So I was like, all right, it's done. Whatever. It's healed. Like, that's, I was like, that's why people get them taken out because the year sucks. And then like I moved back home and my dentist has been yelling at me essentially for like a solid two years being like, you need to get those out. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Jordan, why are you fish hooking yourself this close to the camera? It's scaring me. You see how I have two gaps in the bottom of my teeth? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on the other side, the same thing. Uh, I've needed implants on those teeth for like 10 years. Yeah. Well, uh, like- and like, well my, my logic was my last year on my mom's insurance, I may as well just get them taken out and max it out and make it their problem. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, we, we are our birthdays around the same time. We only got a few more months. Yeah, yeah. If there's any sort of uh, procedures or things, you know. I'm honestly probably like a couple days before my birthday, going to try to get an appointment just to get like a kind of like when you take your car in for like an oil change, like anything else. For a road, road trip. Right. I'm like, anything else need t- tuned up? Any- When's the last time you went to a doctor just for like a physical, an annual I, physical? I'm, I'm, I'm saying, dude, like I, uh, to answer your question, like about a year ago, I did it for the first time in like five or six years. I did it when I first moved back after graduating because I said, wow, I, I, someone asked me how tall I was. I still don't know. That's a whole other story. Um, I hadn't gone to the doctor since my senior year of high school sports physical, which basically what he just finished scratching while looking at me and went <sighs> like I was interrupting him. Yeah. Um, no, I hadn't been to the doctor since my senior year of high school sports physical, which essentially was just, can you stand up? Okay. You can play sports. Right. It's and the- like, Verbal, yeah. meme, verbal meme security guard doing the yeah fake pat down. It's like, oh, yeah, the physical nights at the high school for football and stuff. Yeah. Because think about it, too. Did, like, did you play J, like JFL, Pop Warner, whatever it's called? I never played, I've never played organized football. Okay. I was thinking about this the other day because all the signs are – the sign-up signs are for, like, the junior football league, which I played in as a child. I remember that we had, uh, like, a little combine. It was fun. We did the same for baseball, and it was awesome. But it was uh, what what a class you could play in was decided by age, but mainly weight, because especially if you had like, you know, a giant ass 14 year old, you know, uh, they had to play up. They had these children, literal children. I remember some people, some coaches wanted them to play for them so bad they would make them 
strip all of their clothing and stand on the scale and just like a towel at the time i didn't think anything of it but now i'm just like if that's what it takes don't put them in full pads out there with the kids who barely make the weight minimum yeah <laughs> are you insane well that reminds me of cutting weight for a fight or for wrestling that's what i'm saying I'm like, they're what are never we... they're never their actual weight no it's insane you watch these fights and it's like yeah these guys are both 165 i don't know what 165 looks like but like one guy ain't that like, well they show them at the weigh-in and then they show them in real life and they put on like 10 pounds in two days like because they just for like a week leading up to the weigh-in just like starve themselves and deprive themselves of water mainly yeah and then they go to the weigh-in and they're fucking skin and bones and then after that i don't know i'm, I'm sure it's there's some it's probably like just a bunch of protein and stuff, but they basically gorge out for a few days to get their weight up. Yeah, you know they're just shitting out of their minds oh, God, on dude. the Kim KT. <laughs> um, we need to get back to the rest of these lines. Uh, yeah, um, Seahawks 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not betting that game. Not that's, betting that game either. <laughs> uh, I, I, if anything, Seahawks plus 10, because that's a that's a really high number for a shitty team in the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, Rams, and in LA, so you know a true road test for the Rams for the Rams. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Cardinals, Raiders. Now, Jordan, before you say anything, right. okay, hammer every Devonte Adams over prop, and you know why, Jordan? Why? First game, his grandparents are going to see him play in wow. person. Really. Yeah, that's our lock of the week. Then is Devonte Adams any Devonte Adams two score. touchdown score is my lock of the week. I'll co-sign it. Co-sign for the pod. That's our uh, and, lock you, and of another week. and another and another sign. I was taking Zuko potty earlier today, and what flew overhead at a Devonte Adams <laughs> at, a, at a cautiously low altitude. Devonte Adams in a biplane, <laughs> old goggles, a leather hat on, and a scarf flowing in the breeze. Yeah, said something about the Red Baron. I don't know. Uh, it was in Allegiant Airplane. Where did the Raiders play? Allegiant Stadium. There you go. So that that is a sign if I've ever seen one, folks. Devontae Adams, book it. Um, book it. There's a couple more. All one eight hundred gambler. If you listen to our betting, yes. Yeah. Uh, Texans Broncos. Give me the the uh, that ten. Me, I'm taking Texans plus ten. Give there. me the Texans. Give me the Texans, Texans money line. To win, I don't know. I don't think Russ is going to go zero and two. I don't think Russ is good. So that's <laughs> nah, not. Let's not bite off more than we can chew here. Bengals Cowboys. Um, obviously the Bengals. I kinda, Bengals. I think I love Bengals minus eight more than anything. I think I love the over here. I think it's going to just be like or the under, the under, the under. I think it's going to be like twenty four to three. Like I, I you think don't think Jamar be, Chase can beat Trayvon Diggs. I think this is just going to be a clunker. I'm not. Uh, we got Bears Packers at Lambeau. Uh, Packers by a million. Yeah, probably. I think the Bears um, only won that last game. I mean, anybody. It was played in a swamp. If you put any two NFL teams on that field, like it was 50 50. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't, we don't know anything about the 49ers or the Bears yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, Titans, Bills, give me the Bills. Monday night doubleheader. Why are they doing this in week two? I don't know, man. Because the, they didn't this do that last league. year. Did they? What? This league, man. I don't know. I mean, give me the Bills and Eagles. Yeah, give me the Eagles and the Bills. Same here. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate. I don't hate Vikes though. I, if it was in Minnesota, I'd hammer the Vikes. Um, 
Last week two, what was our oh, – we had Devontae Adams. So then pick one game here as your pick. You're the one you're most confident in. I'm saying Steelers money line. I'm saying Jags money line. All right. Um, my three-team, three winners, parlay, same thing I did last week. It hit. Let's see if I can go three, two and oh. I got the Bengals money line, the Ravens money line, and the Steelers money line. It's plus 302. Oh, uh, here's another saber metric. You, don't, gotta, you the... don't have to worry about spreads. You don't have to worry about points. You don't have to worry about early deficits. You need three teams to win. You can just keep your eye on the scoreboard. That's my three winner parlay. I want to give you another saber metric. Uh, AJ Brown. Uh, this is going to be a quick hit, but, but while we were talking about the, the Eagles. Hooper. Um, yeah. Uh, condolences. He lost his dog, Bentley, uh, yesterday. So I'm oh, going to hammer this weekend. I'm going to hammer AJ Brown props as well in a, in a rest in power Bentley uh, little parlay. Um, RIP. No. Also shout out to his Hold uh, on. Also, handle of one K always open. That's, that's hard as fuck. Also RIP to my friend, Jack's dog Buster oh. who grew up in the neighborhood. I grew up with him. I'm always running around Buster Brown. He's a good boy. He's just a puppy. RIP. Um, say hi to Rosie for me. Um, so we have Devontae Adams with those money lines. Josh is taking the commander or Josh is taking the Jaguars. Uh, I like the commanders in that one. You want to do a little, you want to make that our head to head. Uh, we don't have to actually bet on it, but you want to make that our head to head wager of the week brought to you by Hy-Vee. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Go ahead with your top five, then Josh in order. Why don't you start from uh, number five to build up some suspense? Ooh. Uh, at number five, I'm probably gonna go with with the Bucks. I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm just they're there. So far, yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, then the Chief. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, I was gonna <laughs> jump through my screen. Uh, give me the Eagles. Okay. I was trying torn. I was kind of yeah, no, no. I'm 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 scratching them. I'm going with the Chargers. Mm. Chiefs Bills. Interesting. We have uh we have a diff- some differences here. Uh most notably in the five hole for me, I do have your Rams. Okay. Um they lost, they look terrible, but if, I, I'm not right, I'm not taking them out of the top five. Number four, I have the Philadelphia football Eagles. Okay. Um number that's- three, I have the Ravens. I was debate that that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, I was I was flip-flopping between if I want to put the Ravens or the Chargers there, but I'm going to go with the Chargers for right now because the Ravens, the Ravens uh, got to play the Jets, who are never really serious, and the Raiders, are, I think, are just the more serious opponent uh, that kind of gives them the legitimacy edge right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the Ravens are just, I think, an all-around good team. Yeah, They're like – I feel like the Ravens are kind of the Houston Astros of the NFL and that, like, they're always good and that they're always going to be good. The, Ra- yeah. the Ravens have, like, never been bad in our lives. I guess no, the Astros there's been some. There's been kids, some. But, I mean, they haven't been. There have been years where they haven't been good, but like, I can't remember them ever having a number one pick. I can't remember them ever really being near the top of the draft at all. Short of, I guess, when when what was Ed Reed taken like fifth, and that would have been like '98. Uh, let's see, going back to '97, the worst year they've had tie with 2000. Seven and 2015. Wow, yeah. The the worst we've ever seen in our lifetimes, the Ravens had five wins. Yeah, like I feel like, yeah, they've never been like really horrible. Um, so I, I'm taking them 
over anybody until they prove that they're not a good team. I'm going to keep them in my top five probably. So, and then number two, I have the chiefs. Number one, I still have the bills. I can't justify putting the chiefs higher than the bills, even though I wanted to, um, it's never stopped you in the past. Oh, uh, I guess that's the end of our NFL segment kind of, but I had one more thing written down here on that, uh, NFL QB grades for week one, Mahomes first guess who's 32nd, Matt Stafford. No, Joe Burrow. This is not a gotcha. No. Ryan Tannehill. Uh-uh. Daniel Jones. Uh-uh. He was getting yelled out on the sideline by his coach, Aaron Rodgers? Nope. We're going to keep going down the list. Uh, Derek Carr. Uh-uh. Dak, because he didn't play. No, he's 31st. Okay. Uh, not, not Mariota. Wouldn't be Jameis. Baker? Not Baker. Not Brissett. Tr- nope. Trubisky. Really? Nope. Trey Lance? Nope. Justin Fields? Nope. It's not Jared Goff? Nope. I hope it's the last quarterback that you guess. Yeah, it's Jalen Hurts? Nope. It's not Josh Allen? Nope. Who else is left? Mac Jones? Yep. Okay, there we go. I didn't guess Mac Jones well. had a 9.7 QB rating. Good Lord. Lower than Dak was at 15.3. Flacco was 15.4. Rodgers was 16.8. And then there's a jump, but... I thought that was interesting. Mac Jones was the worst quarterback week one, and they didn't look – I mean, they did, they lost, but, like, it wasn't like everybody was – Well, he's a, he's a game manager, and they couldn't get anything flowing, so. Yeah. Um, he's not going to win a game for you. Right. Uh, but that's the NFL, week one, week two. We gave you our picks. Um, Josh, and I'll hand the reins over to you. I'm assuming you've got some quick hits here. I've got a couple things. You'll probably get to them. I don't want to step yeah, on your toes. Uh, Dare I say maybe the biggest thing otherwise to talk about is Scott Frost? Well, look at you. I wanted to talk about as we're as we've been talking about Pujols, you know, and 700 home runs. I think I think it's very important here to mention. Uh Jordan, who do you think the career home run leaderboard uh, list looked like when Queen Elizabeth II was born? Can I get the year she was born again? No, because I don't know it. <laughs> um, all time, boy, if she ruled for 70 years, I think she took over when she was, what, 26? So Took over in like 52, I think. Well, what's it, 2022? She's, she was It would have been like late, thir- like late 20s. Or, uh, I'm going to guess, um, boy, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's not going to be George Herman. Nope. Um. I'm going to go with Ty Cobb just because I think he's the only one in that time period that I can. Uh, I'm going to go final. Was he later? I'm going to final guess Al K-Line. No. Wow. I'm surprised you didn't get this. Babe Ruth. It was Babe Ruth. It was Babe Ruth. Well, I said it's not George Herman and you said no. Is that Babe Ruth's real name? I don't know. George Herman Ruth. You've never seen Sandlot. You've never seen the Sandlot. I've never seen the Sandlot. Why would Once I know again, that? Once again, it comes back to my, Al Kaline played in the 60s. I fucking knew it. Why did I, that was stupid of me? I sounded like a dumbass when I said that. Uh, Who am I thinking? Harmon Kilbrew, when did he play? Was, I don't know. Uh, the top Dude. five. Who else was on those teams with Ty Cobb? Because there's no way he was carrying the Tigers by himself. Kilbrew played in the 50s. He didn't even play for Detroit. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. The top, the top five uh, at 138 was Roger Connor. 151, Ken Williams. 180, Roger Hornsby. Rogers Hornsby. Yeah, Rogers Excuse Hornsby. Me. Probably Excuse has me. 
Rogers mm-hmm. Hornsby has probably the stupidest name of all time. I'll say it. <laughs> short, uh, of, short of W.E.B. Dubois, a, uh, I think, black renaissance rider or something like that. I, he came up in history class a lot, but his name is W.E.B. as if it's like, you know, J.J. or something. W.E.B. with periods, like an acronym, Dubois. Where the hell does he get off using three letters? It'd be like if John F. Kennedy walked around me like, I'm JFK Kennedy. Ask not what you can do. Um, I looked up the 1911 Detroit Tigers, by the way, and everybody else on this team sucks besides Ty Cobb. So I feel a little vindicated uh, in that. It's in second place, I want, uh, Cy Williams with 188. And then with 310, you had Mr. Ruth. Who? Some guy. I don't know. What? What? I didn't hear what you said. 310 home runs, Babe Ruth. Oh, I thought you were going reverse order. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really. I mean, I just figured it wasn't going to be Babe Ruth. Like, I figured he was going to be in second or third or something. It would have been my first guess. He was in I'd... first until Hank, uh, Hank Aaron. So. Yeah. Well, I know, but like, I mean, he wasn't in first in like 1918. He wasn't playing. Um, uh, it's so we funny. talking about 1918. So. It's so funny. I'm looking at this. Ty Cobb had 24 triples in the season because they just didn't have outfield fences. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so – because, like, if you look at the triples leaderboard all time, it, no one will ever get even remotely close. No. Those guys were putting up 25 triples every year on the regular. Ricky Henderson probably never got more than, like, 12 in a year. Yeah, well, R- Ricky Henderson, yeah. It was... You think we'll ever see a player – like Ricky Henderson again, all speed. No. I think the way players are brought up now, I think like they're taught and developed to be more well-rounded. Like o- O'Neal Cruz. First of yeah. all, why is O'Neal Cruz not a basketball player, in all honesty, with that body? Or a wide receiver? Or a quarterback, in all honesty? Yeah. Or a baseball player? Wait, what do the Steelers... What do the Steelers... What's it? What do the Steelers or who's the team? Hey, Aaron Rodgers needs receivers. What do they have to lose by giving O'Neill Cruz a little contract? Aaron you know, LeBron almost uh O'Neill Cruz over the middle touchdown. Yeah. Shohei Otani could probably play. What baseball player do you think would be best in the NFL? Basketball, you can just pick a big guy and say it'd be a t- it could be a tight end. My mind went to Tyler O'Neill because he's an athletic freak, but he's short. Um Jose Altuve. It's like a little Julio Rodriguez. Oh, as what? Like a safety? As a receiver. Uh, good, good height, good speed. What's his height? My head, he's like 6'1. He looks kind of tall. Yes. Uh, By the way, Ty, this team Ty Cobb was on had a, t- had a player named Davy Jones. Dude, I wonder what his locker looked like. I was going to say, I mean, in their, in their clubhouse, there was Davy Jones' locker. Uh, he's six foot three, by the way. Ty Cobb, professional scumbag. It's true. Ultimate shithead. People don't talk about that very much. Things you don't talk about Cy Young being like the ultimate racist. Well, I mean, they were all racist back then, probably. I mean, they oh, were he was the <laughs> right, but they were literally in a league that did not allow black people, and nobody really put up much of a fuss on the white on the white people's end. They were all yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Um, what else you got here? Uh, I want to shout out Le'Veon Bell for sleeping. Adrian Peterson in a celebrity boxing match just absolutely crumbled him. Less than um, 200 people were there. And the, the, the main event was um, 
uh, Bryce Hall fighting somebody, another TikToker. Uh, like I, I feel when like are we gonna, when are we gonna get asked to to box Jordan? I feel like uh, you act like I won't. I will. <laughs> I mean, I would kick the shit out of you. Um, yeah. Okay. Just okay. like you were gonna drain that three in front of Jay Will. Uh, you didn't even try. So um, I wasn't. I wasn't the one talking shit. Well, I, I put the clamps on him, as we've all seen. I'm more of a defensive. I'm a team first guy, defensive guy. Not even close to you. You are a chucker if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um, continue. I uh, want to shout out, going to butcher this name, Jeremias Conan Ledesma. He's a goalkeeper in La Liga. I don't know for what team, but a fan was having uh, cardiac arrest, and he sprinted over to the bench from I'm assuming he's much faster as a pro athlete than the medic team grabbed the defibrillator, sprinted it back and threw it up into the stands in order to get the fan as quick uh, medical care as possible. And the fan was in stable condition shortly after. So a little tip of the cap of the week uh, to that goalie. Salute to him. He gets Tom, feel free to text me how I butchered his name and how it's a disgrace that I do not know their name. Right. <laughs> yeah, and fuck Scotland. No comment. I don't really have any qualms with Scotland. <laughs> uh, please. Don't uh, and then from the Scottish college mob. football, from the college football angle, uh, Jordan, who are the four blue bloods in basketball? College: Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and Carolina. That is correct. That was the that is the only acceptable answer. And maybe uh, UCLA if you want to take it to five. I will not. Um, as, it, as a respect for the, the past. No. Uh, not the, Villanova. Those are the four winningest basketball programs in the history of the sport. Uh, the one before you named. Uh, all of them won football road games last weekend on the same day for the first time ever. Yeah, I so. guess Kansas football is back. We should have probably brought that up by now. The people know. Yeah, that's true. What is what is what is understood need not be said. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. Real G's moving silence like I got nothing. I was trying to come up. With realize, realize, realize. Jalen Daniels. Think about it for Heisman. It's true. Highest scoring uh, commander of the highest scoring offense in the league. That's true. Subjectively, you tell me. You tell me. An objective. An objective truth. We're going bowling. You tell me. I mean, if we're going bowling, are, are you and me, are we going? Yeah. Live show. As long as it's not in like, you know, Hawaii or. That would be so fucked if they, I mean, I feel like they would put it in like Dallas or something. <laughs> the Hawaii bowl from Dallas. No, I think that <laughs> if KU, if KU made a bowl, they would put it somewhere. Cause they know that like, like they, they could put it in Nashville and dude, they would sell everybody and their mom would be coming down from KU for that. Yeah. Like students. And it's like, they would be selling so many. T- you put it in any kind of Chicago somewhere. I don't know. I'm sure they have a, a bowl somewhere up there. You put it in like any Midwest city, like KU fans will travel out the wazoo. Uh, I said out the wazoo, we're talking about Kansas, not Washington state. Um, Lance Leipold's going to Nebraska. Okay. Um, well, Jordan, I think it's also speaking of the Midwest. Um, college football playoff does conclude in Indianapolis this year. I'm just saying. Are we going? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Kansas, if they really want to sell tickets, they 
That's true. If they want to put us in the Midwest region. Indiana's actually the Midwest. You don't think Indiana's in the Midwest? You said you don't think Indiana's in the Midwest. When did I say that? You said that's not really a Midwest region. When did I say that? Just now. No, I said if you really wanted to put them... I, I said something... Indiana is probably my number one example of a Midwest state. Interesting. If you if you if you were like, what's the most? If you wanted to make a brochure over the quote unquote Midwest, I would probably say some random mid-sized town in Indiana, kind of like Pawnee, Indiana. I mean, I think that's probably why they put it there. I mean, Illinois, I think, is probably also in the mix. It's really interesting because, like, Kansas City area, I think, is the Midwest. But then I think you get as far as Manhattan, you're no longer really in the Midwest. Yeah. In the Great Plains. I've explained this to you before, my theory on there's 13 regions in the United States. I did not. Well, there are. That theory. There's 13 regions. You and I live in the Midwest. I guess you may, you might technically live near, I guess once you get up closer to Chicago, I think it's more of like a Great Lakes kind of vibe. I was in Chicago last weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, Lil Nas X concert. Are you going to get at the end. Do that at the end. Okay. Do that at okay. the end. What's next? That's all I got. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Uh, well, a, yeah, lot we of them were, we, a lot of them were NFL related, so I just brought them up during the NFL segment. True. Um, well, there are two things that I wanted to get to then. We got to talk about Scott Frost. We got to at least acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, so funny. He stinks. Yeah. <laughs> they paid him seven and a half. Mil- Some booster was like, I will pay seven and a half million dollars to not watch him coach two more games. Two. Say the bye week in there. Yeah. They, they didn't. They were. They good, paid for, him good for Scott, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, like somebody said on Twitter, like, Getting paid all that money to not coach is, is pretty sweet. Looking at Ed Ordron. Look at, look at, yeah, look at Coach O. Look at, I mean, Charlie Weiss was getting paid by Kansas and Notre Dame at the same time, I think. He might still be getting paid by Kansas. Um, yeah. To, yeah, deposed coach is not necessarily a bad job to have, I guess. But, I mean, he was an alumni there, and so now, like, he's a failure looking back on it. would be like if Todd Reesing came to KU as a coach in, like, 20 years, and then he sucked and we had to fire him. Like, I don't remember who. Oh, yeah, it was George. We'd, we'd have it, to call him Sod Reesing. <laughs> It was uh, it was George Brett when he's uh, in like 2013 or 14. He became the Royals' hitting coach, but he said at the time he's like, "I'm only doing this for this year, and then I'm retiring or I'm I'm walking away." He's like, "Cause I don't want to, you know, be the hitting coach or become the manager, or whatever." And then at some point they have to fire me, and it kind of tarnishes the legacy, you know. Yeah, and he ended up being yeah, God forbid George Brett do anything that would tarnish his legacy. Well, I mean, he is number one ultimate Teflon, Mister Royal of all time. So why would he why would he risk jeopardizing that? Because if he was the coach over some shitty teams, they'd be like, "Ooh, fire George Brett. George Brett sucks." You know. Yeah. Uh, the other well, thing, Mark McGuire was the hitting coach of the Cards for a little bit. Then he handed that around the league for a bit. I, w- I would have expected him to be more of like a nutritionist or a dietary supplement. Um, he did. He was. He yeah. His body was a temple. He took care of it. Hmm. Um, his body was a temple. It was a dorm room at Temple University. Um, the only other thing I wanted it's to cool. touch on. The only other thing I wanted to touch on was Brett Favre was going to prison. Yeah. What a Fucking loser. And I'm not even kidding. He's going to prison for welfare fraud in Mississippi. It, he stole welfare funds to build a new volleyball arena or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know the specifics of it all, but everybody, there was a, a text that he said something along the lines of like, just to be sure, like, there's no way that they can trace this money back to me, right? It's a text from like 2017. And the guy replied, like, yep, nope, there's no way they're going to be able to track it down. He's like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> and it's not like we left a text trail talking about this illegal money. So right. we're fine. God. I oh mean, my God. What an absolute joke. You think he's going to actually go to a prison? No. 
because he's pretty he could i bet he's going to serve like a suspended 60 day sentence on house arrest or something it'll just be like you know you know that uh remember that wrangler commercial of the guys playing football out back no that's actually that's funny because just the other day, me and Nick were throwing the football around in our backyard, and I was like, I feel like I'm in one of those Wrangler commercials. Like, why am I not wearing jeans? I feel like that's what he—that's uh, what his uh, prison sentence will look a lot like, just inviting people over to sling it around wearing his copper fit uh, elbow brace. Well, I also – I have also never understood in those commercials, one, they're always for some reason playing in a big muddy field. Yep. Um, they're playing in jeans they're playing in Perfect. jeans which i don't make zero negative sense um and then they're never it's never raining it's, it's yeah it's never raining but they're also i feel like it's there's always just running they're never like running a play he's never dropping like it's always like everything's i don't know and they always have like a full o-line <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the most unrealistic part of those things is the idea that adults would be able to coordinate 22 friends getting together for a football game. Um, and all of them being like, no, I don't care. That's muddy. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's I just got the car clean. You know, I mean, me and me and uh, me and Nick are playing a couple of our friends. Um, and we did it in college a few times. Uh, KU first K-State thing. Uh, football game on Thanksgiving weekend. Um haven't done it in a few years since before COVID. So we're, we're running it back this year. And we've been like, you know, talking smack and stuff. And then Nick asked me the other day, he's like, are we playing tackle? And I'm like, I, I'm not playing tackle. <laughs> like I will, I will leave with a separated shoulder after 10 minutes. Like some, something would happen to me. Could you imagine playing a game of tackle football right now? Like right now? No. I remember when we had uh fourth floor versus third floor and we all explicitly said how we're not playing tackle and then i got blown the fuck up because a guy doesn't know what not tackle football means and i was standing still being like okay he's gonna touch me because we're not playing tackle football (laughs) yeah it just doesn't make sense as an adult why i would ever i mean we were just talking about how i'm almost off my parents health insurance yeah like if i twist i even so much as twist an ankle like that's that's gonna be dangerous i'm towing the line um but Josh, uh, I don't have anything else to discuss here. I don't know if you do. Let's. Uh, I, I'm. Oh shit! No, we do have a Lil Nas X concert tour. Concert review. review. Montero. Oh, Jordan, Jordan, give me, give me uh, some fun dun, concert dun, music. Dun, 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 okay. Dun, I give me a producer tag from you at the beginning of every episode from now on. Um, it's Josh. That's that. That would be my producer tag. I thought you you said give me a producer tag. I said I meant like you're the producer though. You edit. I mean that is sort of just what the intro music is. Well, I mean it's royalty free music. You didn't make it. Yeah, you don't know that. Oh, you anyway, don't think I'm in the lab. Chef you do have a keyboard. Beats. You do own a keyboard. I do own a keyboard that I uh, use as a shelf. And um, when I said day trip the other day, you turned around. So I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> Lil Nas X, uh, saw him on Sunday. Chicago, or is it in Peoria? Chicago, because, I mean, of course. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's probably the most obvious question you've ever had. Wasn't there somebody coming to Peoria? John Mulaney. Yeah, that's what it was. Everyone saw him. Um, How was it? It was very good. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. The funny person... Jokes? What? You want to tell all of your funny jokes? that he, all, the, all the funny jokes that you heard? Yeah, I memorized the entire act, so I was just going to steal it later. Um, well, it was no, my phone was locked in a bag, so I wasn't allowed to. Uh, I thought it was really funny though. The there was a child sitting next to my mom, and we were like the like third, fourth row, something like that. And 
John Mulaney just kind of walked over doing his bid. Then he turns to the child and he went, hey, do you know who I am? Not to be like a dick, but do you know who I am? And the kid was like starstruck, scared. Because hmm. uh, the entire act is about like his rehab recently yeah. and all that. So he had to keep checking in being like, now Van, his name was Van. Um, Stupid name, I'll say it. <laughs> I've heard it before. There was a guy on our, there was a guy on our floor named Van. Um, sure, there's an NFL receiver named Van. It's true. Type uh, named Van. It's true. Uh, but like, you had to keep checking in, and being like, "Do you still have the Dare program at school?" Okay, it doesn't work. Here's how. And like, he went into like a story about his drug addiction, and all that. Yeah, but it, the kid was sitting right next to my mom, and they they said they were filming. So I don't know if they like they'll like after the tour be like, "Hey, you can buy the Peoria show recording something like that," you know. Because um, I doubt it's oh, like you're gonna Netflix. be on Netflix, dude. That'd be Jordan. Can you imagine if you were on Netflix? Were you My wearing, head uh, would get so big. Would you wear? Were you wearing your long relief merch? <laughs> yeah, you were on the crew neck. <laughs> Which one, the white or the blue? The colorway green. Oh, the player edition. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they. It's like uh, when Kansas has like the coaches wear like the purple Jayhawk hats that yeah. can be identified as that. The stuff you can't get. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but no, anyway, back to Lil Nas X. Pull up to Montero Tour. Long live Montero Tour. Uh, for I can say this definitively the only concert I've ever gotten a playbill for outside because each it's broken into like three acts of how he performed. Each act had like its own video intro. It is the most, it was the most artistical show I have ever concert I've been to. In my life, because the first act, it's all uh, kind of like the theme is kind of like rebirth, a butterfly kind of life cycle. Uh, it was a lot of the imagery. So like the f- act one was a lot of his first stuff and songs about like, you know, from him being like sad uh, before he blew up, you know, those insecurities and stuff like that. And then it, that act ended with Old Town Road, you know, because he's starting to pop off. And like it was cool. Like the video board had like him switching his name from Nas Mirage to Lil Nas X and then him yeah. tweeting out the first video with like the country music as evolving tweet that popped off. And then act two is talking about him, you know, coming to fame and popping off. You know, he's starting start entering this metamorphosis, very critical life changing part of his life. Like, what does he want? Where does, where does he go from here? And then act three is him being the superstar that we know him now with his, with playing his mega hits industry baby and call me by your name. Um, and then he, you know, he did premiere, uh, he performed two new songs. So I want to, I wanted to shout that out, be, be on the lookout for star walking down South hose. Um, but the choreography was amazing. The program itself. I mean, if he's nothing, he's a showman. I, I like the program has, if you had pointed your Snapchat camera up at the ceiling of the show, it would have had, uh, accompanying visuals to go along with the part of the act that, that you are in. The front cover of the program becomes animated if you point the Snapchat lens at it. It's just very well thought out. I, I've been trying to think of like a comparison. It's just like, I feel like this would be like, if you talk to your parents or your grandparents, they talk about, oh, I went and saw Elton John at his peak with like, you know, the big feather costumes and all that, being a showman prince, being the showman that, that they were. I feel like this is as close to an equivalent that our generation has had um and it's it, it was spectacular it was it was very unique he is for a first time on tour on the second night of a back-to-back absolutely stunning 
cannot recommend enough if you are in anywhere near somewhere where he is performing. I highly recommend uh, that you go because it, it was phenomenal. The, the dancers were all great. The energy was phenomenal. Long live Montero. So two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Three thumbs up. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Um, I saw a couple of uh, videos on your story or you in, or a Zach story. Uh, looked pretty hype. Looked, I, I did see the playbill, and I remember thinking, "That's uh, do they have those normally?" <laughs> that yeah. I just don't see at concerts. <laughs> um, the guy was being very aggressive about handing them out because we were walking. And he's like, "I don't get paid until they're all gone." Here, take them. You <laughs> two. <laughs> I was like, "Is that true?" <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess pay, he has one left over, and they break his knees. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's stopping them from just dumping them in the trash? <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. Um, Salute to Lil Nas X. Uh, I think I can say the official rapper of the Long Relief podcast. I'll, I'll, like yeah. how the NFL has an official pizza, an official everything. We need to start doling that out. Little Caesars, the official pizza of Long Relief? No. We'll talk about that the more later. Che- the official cheesy bread. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss off air. Um, but if that's all, which I think it is... Thank you all for listening to the 46th iteration. Whoa, whoa! You trying to you trying to avoid catching L's here? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, well, Jordan, I got three. I got three. I got three good ones here. It's all hockey players. Oh no! <laughs> no. Uh, speak of the devil, we got Van Jefferson, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Football Rams. Clint Capella of basketball i don't know he doesn't really play for a teammate does he play for the hawks still hawks i think still he's pretty good he's, he's yeah. all right i just didn't know if he was a free agent so he's overpaid there we go and bradley beal of the wizards interesting in the sport surfing 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 um like that like rocket power oh okay now i get it um i am going to start bradley beal because he attended the university of florida so Good. it's possible he's surfed. I'm going to bench Van Jefferson. He seems pretty nimble on his feet, pretty athletic. And I'm going to cut Clint Capella because he is from Switzerland and has probably never surfed a day in his life. Jordan, I we have we are coming from very similar veins of thought here. Van Jefferson went to the University of Florida. Oh shit. So I was gonna start. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Um, and I was going to bench Brad Beal just cause you know, he's got a low center of gravity. Uh, but you know, I just, I didn't know. I forgot that he went to Florida, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to change up now. Uh, I got, I, I'm, I'm rocking with Van cause he's, he's a little, he's, you know, the nimble speedster. Van Jefferson, type. Van Jefferson did just have a kid though. Did have a kid. Was he going to maybe not take, isn't he not going to be as willing to go like crazy on the, uh, on the slopes? Not the slopes, the waves. <laughs> Maybe Same on thing. the slopes. Same thing. Um, I think it actually sets it up, sets it up greater that he's going to be the best server because he's going to be at the top of his game, then shark attack into the blue style, thus passing the torch on to his child. But right now he's at the top of his game. Starting Van, benching Beal, uh, cutting Clint Capella. Also, Beal sounds like veal, shark food. Mm. 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 Oh, yeah. now you're, you're making me rethink my uh my own pick here um he's been living in dc for too long the, those waves I, ain't calling his name you know I mean, you know what van's doing living in sunny california he's DC's, more practiced 
more DC's, seasoned. DC's not that far from the ocean. DC is not surfing. It's not, but it's, there's no culture of the surf, dude. I'm sure right. Bradley Beal. Well, Bradley Beal probably lives in a very nice, yeah. like Virginia Beach mansion. But he's not. He's not out there going hitting the lip, man. He's not yes. waxing the board. He's not hanging ten. He's not listening to Switchfoot. You know, he doesn't get it. Now I want to surf. <laughs> surf the internet. You're not going to surf Kansas with Shark Shark Surf Shop. The that place has been closed for years. Official apparel of uh, Lawrence Greek life. That place has been closed for years. But yeah, uh, because only the worst people in that town wore their merch. <laughs> uh, we have friends that have worn it. So who? Zoe, Ben, Nick. Maybe not Nick. Zoe and Ben, I have both in my head. I can picture them wearing. Well, there's outliers for every. <laughs> Fair. Um, a new place like that has popped up, though. I don't remember what it's called. It's something like something ocean apparel or something. I don't know. It's pronoun, oh, pronoun ocean. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Thanks, everybody, <laughs> for listening to the 46th episode, the Joe Biden episode. And Josh, last word for the folks. Uh, I was you you drop you drop too much pressure situations on my last time. word for the people is love because I think that's something we could all use a little bit more of uh mine is in- incredible violence because that's the only way things have ever been changed two words um but thanks everybody but I said it really fast incredible violence thanks everybody for listening we will catch you in the next one and yeah stay blessed and yeah I guess follow some socials Follow Longer Leaf Cast on Twitter. Uh, make sure to rate on Spotify, Apple. And man, rate us five stars. Apple CarPlay, Google, Android Auto, whatever you listen to. We will see you later.